Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian, episode 3, Recruitment Tower. Last time on Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian, we were introduced to the characters as they went about their day, and after hearing cries for help and being requested to help, they took down these weird shadowy creatures who attacked a woman. What comes after? Let's find out. I retrieved my crossbow bolt. Surprisingly intact as you walk up. See it like they're like they were solid creatures, but it seems only on the outside. They're like armadillos, crunchy on the outside, chewy on the inside. Um, and you will go out and get and retrieve her knife from the ground. Was it that your knife is apart from just a um, apart from like this black, fine black powder on the tip of your knife, it's perfectly intact. That's good. Uh, damn, He's what a time? Gift. Is it dark yet? Yeah, the sun, sun is basically just creeping on. Is There's still a little orange hue in the sky, but it, it, it's, it's not quite curfew yet. Uh, Amadeus would make his way back from around the corner of the alley, walking back towards the door, uh, removing the green olive jacket, suit jacket that he is wearing, and kind of looking, Oh, well, I guess I'm going to need to visit the tailor after the damage done here. And as he approaches the door, he would look at both the two people still standing in the doorway, basically, and then look towards both the Asimar and human off towards the left, right? Yeah, basically. I thank you all. I do wish to know, were any of these friends of yours? Not to my knowledge. I heard screaming, came outside and saw one over there with blood in the mouth. The human looks over to the Azamar before stepping forward. Um, as he steps forward, you get getting a proper look at him. He's about 5'11", very late 30s, with um, blonde curly hair. And despite, be, despite his age, is quite baby-faced, as he wears an um, olive green tunic and has a rapier at his side. Uh, she was just back there. We, um, a, fr- a friend of mine, who d- take, who does, spends his time being a cleric, has managed to heal her up. So the the one who was attacked is all right, but that doesn't even explain where these creatures come from. 
so sorry, I don't mean to be rude. My name is Edmund Hughes. I'm not from around here, to be honest. I come from the capital city. Well, Edmund, as it were, I am glad to hear and very relieved that the woman I heard screaming is okay. My name is Amadeus. I am very happy to meet you. And Amadeus will step forward, extending his hand out. He will take your hand and give you a shake. Thank, thank you. The, well, God knows what would happen if they got out into the streets full of people. Are you... Are the three of you a group? I Obviously, I was with Nathaniel here, but... When we got here, the three of you were together. Oh no, I do not know any of these individuals at all. I am merely here. I was meeting my new assistant and she suggested to explore the floating island. So I am here and I heard a woman scream. So I came to help. And these two fine individuals over here, they seem to have had the same thought. Yeah, I I was... uh... I was just waiting to collect my payment for my uh, performance in the in the in the bar, and when I heard the scream, I, I still didn't get that actually. In a moment as well, actually. My name is Anya. I sure. I said I'm Edmund. And what, what about what about you? I see. I I don't want to be rude, so I couldn't. I can say thank you properly if I know your name. Well, I'm Azrael. And they will hold out their hand <laughs> because you know very grown up and stuff. He gives you a handshake. <clears throat> um, I, I know this is probably a little bit forward of me, but I I don't suppose any of you are interested in work, are you? Not for me, but for a friend. He's been trying it's to find. It's someone... always for a friend, isn't it? How much? Oh, you're really rude. Normally, it, normally they say it's for it's not for me, it's for a friend, and they find it's actually for them, and they're just too embarrassed to actually ask first. How much, mate? And I don't do nothing for under fifty gold. Are you really worth that mm. much? No. It's, it's the only word Nathaniel's contributed. <laughs> in, in, no. Uh, as we are inspiration. <laughs> Um, Anya, you take 260 points of psychic damage from that sick burn. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're offered a job and the first thing you ask is, how much am I getting paid? And you haven't even heard the details. I've I've been burnt a few times. I do apologise. You are right. I should listen more. Please do continue, Mr. Edmund. He seems a bit taken back by your initial response, but he like quickly gets back into his um like just noble stance. Um the job is related as he looks around to make sure there's not too many people around. The job's related to um a string of missing person cases going around this city recently. 
but they're, they're weird. It's complicated. Um, we won't be able to see my friend until the morning as he's, I don't know, he's normally, it's, what's the time, looking at the sun? Oh, eight-ish. He'd normally be asleep by this time, but he's up at like four in the morning. So we can go see him in the morning, but even if you're not interested in the job, for just helping me clear these, I would happily get you all a room for the evening here. Works for me. Um, thank you. That's a nice offer, but I should be going home in a minute. There. Okay, I understand. Um, if you're interested in this work, I promise it will pay exceptionally well. My friend has amassed a fortune. If you're interested in the work, if you were to meet me at this tavern tomorrow morning, then I can go over the details then. Obviously, you don't have to take the job, but if you're interested, I'll happily go over the details with you. Hmm. This the missing people who vanished with literally no tracks or sign of struggle. From what I've been reading up, yes. It's... Though that I think my friend mute, is... Mute, Chad. Thank you. So, from what I believe, my friend has done some digging into it already. <laughs> <laughs> a little dip of apology. <laughs> like, sorry, 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 sorry. It's like <laughs> what I do when I drop them. I drop them at work, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Becky, how, like, nodding and apologising. Like, like a monk. I'll have a look on my way out. I may not stay for the job, but you know. That's right. That's understandable. But the le- as I said, the least I can do, if any of you are staying here the night, the least I could do is get you a room for the evening for helping keeping whatever those were off the street. Well, I appreciate that, but um, I. I- I say keep your money. Um, I don't live too far. I'll just come by here in the morning as well. Well, let's stay here or sleep on a park bench. So I'll take up, take it up on your offer, Edmund. I will do. I will do that. And you will go inside and to find Pierre to to uh, find the money. Yeah, yeah. You get free silver for the afternoon. Um, performances. We're in the morning. So, Edmund. So, unless you guys have anything specific you want to do, I can skip it over to the next day. And we'll go home for the night. That's real. We'll run off home. Of course, stopping to boop the knob on the statue again. As you run past the Heroes of Water over here with a, um, using the bench as a leap you go boop touching the nose of um ran as you continue to run home making sure you get home just before curfew in a minute the um color on ran's nose is going to be completely faded because asriel does this every time they pass the statue it's, it's for good luck you have to boop the null amadeus will also get a room at the floating island he won't take or Edmund's money. He doesn't need that, but he'll get his own room. 
yeah, a, a room here for this area. Obviously, which is normally much better when you don't count the shadow creatures that pop up out of the um, concrete. A uh, room here would cost you two gold pieces for the night. That includes breakfast in the morning and room service. Fantastic. Okay, as the um, as the as the sun finishes setting for the night, comes back up in the morning. We wake up to a um, much quieter day and also passes. Celebration day is over and most people head to work for the day. Pretty much all, all everyone hung over, but the people who did work pretty good for the day is the, um, as you wake up and you two make your way downstairs, you see the, um, you see the um, chef serving breakfast as a um, ra- rather large um, half-fork. It got a big pan frying multiple meats in different egg, different things like eggs and hash browns. As he works this massive grill, seeing the two of you walk downstairs. Oh, good morning. Anything? You want anything from the grill? Uh, sausage, if you have any, sir. Sausage. All right. Anything else? I can whip Any you up the full. I can whip you up the full snapper if you want. Thoughts appreciated, but I live very frugally, so I couldn't. I couldn't do it justice. Whips up about double the amount you'd normally is. He's he's a generous guy, as he puts the um, plate of greasy food down. It look it smells fantastic, but it is a bit greasy. <laughs> All right, you can ask You can do a bit more muscle on those arms. I thank you, sir, but I am fine. I will procure myself some produce and fruit, and I do not need any of your wonderful meats. Though I do thank you so much. All right, just let me know. It's probably to go around. Amadeus will grab, go over to what I assume there would probably be some other, you know, like, fruits and things of that nature. Yep. You can grab yourself what you want, as you see at the other end of the kitchen, on a, um, on a, um, on the bar front, you can see a, um, an array of different fruits. You've got, like, apples, orange, pears, bananas, grapes, peaches. There's a fair selection. Uh, Amadeus would grab some, at least some citrus first. He'd grab some oranges and some apples, and maybe a banana as well. It's included in your room. Today, so. As you two get up to that, um, Azriel and Anya, what are you up to? Anya, um, will have, um, had, had an an okay night's sleep. She would have, um, she would have gone downstairs, probably, like, said hello to her, her mother, sort of thing, had some juice, and then, um, made sure she got all of her musical instruments on her before heading out, knowing full well that there is a job of description on offer. And she does need money. 
Yeah, your um, side is definitely a bit, and shoulders are definitely a bit sore this morning from where you were attached with that like strange energy. But other than that, you slept all right and you feel all right. Is Long you rest, you would say, yes. Hmm? Long rest, would you say I've had? Oh, yeah, it's it's been all night. Yeah, so you've all had a long Four. rest. Four, I'd check. Well, Azrael's decided one of their new goals in life is to grow taller. So they're going to start the day off with a massive glass of milk. Because in their mind, that's the best way to grow tall. I never said Azrael was a sophisticated person. <laughs> but I assume by that point in the day, they've already started work. Running running around making deliveries. Booping the null statue. Four groups later, you handed out your morning deliveries. And they'll probably make their way back over, just to see what this job is. Because that doesn't mean they have to accept it, does it? As he, as he said, he doesn't won't push the job on anyone, but he's happy to go over what it is. And they'll go that way then. Yeah. Um, Anya would be the first to arrive. Um, as you make your way through the door, um, you can see um, Asmodeus and Nathaniel sat down at a um, large table in the back corner where Edmund seems to be um, polishing his pistol with a cup of tea at his side. And you will, like, pour some tea from within, like, an urn nearby, and then we'll walk over and just like say, and, and lean against the side of the booth. As you walk Well, I mean, there's, ro- there's room, so knock yourself out. Okay. I'd knock myself out and sit down. Literally. <laughs> Damn it. You, you can... Uh, Nathaniel and Edmund, from where you're sat, you do see um, Anya... You do see um, the half-elf behind the bar roll his eyes is Anya did walk away without actually paying for their cup of tea, seeing how they didn't actually spend the night here. But Anya is just that oblivious in the morning, it seems. And oh, Anya's as... going to pay on the way out. <laughs> Thank you for the... another interruption, Matthew. And as Anya sits down, the um, door swings open is the Air Genasi from yesterday hops in with um, the little creature wrapped around her shoulder, round their shoulders. Azrael will acquire more milk and pay for it because they're a civilized person. And then go <laughs> sit down with a huge glass of milk. <laughs> That'll only cost you a With a straw. Actually, you, you know what? Pierre likes you, you do good deliveries for him. He's not going to charge you for the milk. It's milk. I have a straw, please. <laughs> Give me one second, love. There you go. Well, Azrael will go and squeeze into the nearest space. Like, morning? Seep. Good morning. As he finishes polishing his gun and puts it back in his holster. Nathaniel waves. Big <laughs> wave. And Sistro does that with his tiny paw. Amadeus eating a, as you after he slices the orange he got with a small knife they pulled from his belt. 
uh, eating the orange and drinking a cup of coffee. Well, we are all here, so let us hear about this job that you have. Right, so I only have some of the details. My friend, well, I say I say friend, he wouldn't call me a friend, but I think deep down he, he sees me as a friend. Um, can't mention his name here because he's not exactly well liked by some people, but he wants to investigate this miss the missing people because over the last 20 days, six people have gone missing in the city, but without a trace. You, we get muggins and kidnappings around here all the time, but sorry, he's not around for me. There, from what I've read, there's muggins and kidnappings all the time around here, but there's always evidence. And what makes it strange is normally if there's a kidnapping, the mayor of Also Pass will look into it, but he's yet to show interest in these recent kidnappings. You are saying that they are trying to sweep it under the rug? That's what I'm thinking. That's why I come back down to lend a hand, because he's a great friend of mine, and he's getting older at this point. He's not nearly as mobile as he used to be. Sorry, puts her hand up. So, is he a friend or not a friend? Because honestly, this is starting to sound just a little bit dodgy. One minute he's a friend, one minute he's not a friend, then the next he is a friend, then I can't say his name here because he's not well liked. So... I like this one. <laughs> he's a stubborn old man. Love him to bits, so I'd give my life for him if need be. He'd do the same for me. You have an interesting relationship with people. <laughs> Plus my fiancé works for him, so... That's uh, one of the other reasons I've come down here. The main reason was to help him in this investigation, but if I can have him do the paperwork in, the insights while I'm in the field with someone else, that would take a lot less stress off of him. He's looking to... I didn't tell you this, but he's looking to pay whoever does it about two 2,000 gold he's looking at. Mm. That's a lot of gold. That's a catch. Yeah. I've only got so many details. I mean, I don't believe there's a catch to it. As I said, you don't. We don't have to take the job. He might seem un. He might not trust you at first. As I said, he's a stubborn old man. So... He's good. At, he's good-hearted. Really, he just doesn't really want to show it. So what exactly, taking a sip from her tea, what exactly do you uh, want us to do? I don't know until I get the details, really. I want, when we speak to him today, if you're interested in the job, that is, he'll have the details. As I said, the last I, the last week I've been on a ship sailing down here from Teldoras. Okay. Um, with the greatest respect, and I mean this with the greatest respect, we have no more details than we had last night when you said you had a job, that's all. 
this we business? We is in the details that he's given to us. We, and none of us can make a decision, really. We we'll trust you on blind faith. I mean, these rumours are true. I've oh, spoken with I've some heard. of the locals. I've heard of I've heard of them going, of some people going missing, and it has been quite concerning. It's something. He takes another look round. As no one is sat nearby, there's a lot of rumours going round that the mayor's up to some shady shit. In he's concerned. My friend's concerned that the mayor is in on something that's bringing harm to these people and he feels that it's only going to get worse I mean in the kidnappings have been getting more rec- more frequent yes only six people have gone missing but four of them were in the last four days they just disappear um, without a trace other than what some people have described as a magical signature in areas where they were last seen. Well, I'm prepared to hear your friend out. At least hear him out anyway. Amadeus, who today is in a... not banana yellow, but almost banana yellow three-piece suit. So, very gaudy at this moment, especially with his uh, you know, gray gunmetal, like polished skin, but his violet eyes as he at this point is peeling an apple uh, and looks up. Well, it appears that people are in need of assistance and the government will do nothing to help. I will, of course, hear your friend out and I will offer my services to assist him in any way possible. This form of a mayor taking advantage of his people will not stand if I have anything to say about it. We're taking a large bite out of the apple. You cut an orange in half and peel an apple. I like this guy. Skin's where all the cyanide is, folks, all right? Don't eat the skin of apples. It's not that good for you. Who peels an apple? The smart ones. That's who. I'm resistant to cyanide with all the apples I eat, so fuck you. That's what you think. Until you eat just that too many skins, and that level of cyanide builds to just that right point, and you're dead. There's a risk I'm willing to take. (laughs) (laughs) What a move. (laughs) Let me just go get apple out of my fridge. BRP. I'll hear your friend out, but I mean, if it's about, if it's mainly about political corruption, then I'm going to be out of town ASAP because that is not my problem. I understand. Uh, what about you, Miss Azriel? Well, I mean, it's not Miss for a start, but thank you. Oh, sorry, I was not aware. Forgive me. What am I supposed to do during all of this? Because it's all very well you saying things like, I don't have much detail about this. But that's not really anything to go on. Yes, we can meet this person, but 
understand. And you don't, you don't have to take the job if you don't want to. As I said, I only got into town yesterday, so I don't. I only have the basis. Is he wouldn't give me any more than that? Does he not trust you? I don't think he does trust me. It's just I don't think he trusts any other people that he doesn't know. He's been through some pretty bad shit in his life. He's. It takes him a while to learn to trust people. But once you get to know him, and once he can see that you're a good person, he is one of the best people you could ever know. Mm. They just narrow their eyes at you, Karen sipping their milk for a minute. It's very suspicious, Sip. Fine. I'll hear him out. But I can't promise I'll stay. I'm, and I'm not asking you to. It is purely just a job offer. There's a tiny crunch in the background as Cicero started eating the apple skins. Mmm, <laughs> cyanide. Amadeus, who is at this point finishing off the apple, but make sure that he puts all of the apple skins close enough so this creature can continue to enjoy them uh, without looking up at anyone. It seems that people are in need of our help. And I do believe no matter what information that we have, that is a worthwhile pursuit. So I know that you all seem to have some reservations, but I would ask that you all just ask yourselves, what is the right thing to do? I have one condition to going to this meeting. Don't tell my grandma. She's got enough to worry about as it is. Still looking at you through narrowed eyes. He's seeming to be a bit thrown off by your um, the like the narrow stare. Um, they haven't broken con- eye contact with you once. Of course, I I don't know her to be fair, but she will not know. It goes for him as well. Pointing at um. What's he called behind the bar again, sorry? Uh, Pierre. Pierre. Goes for him as well. Pierre, who's behind the bar, is like a, um, is a half-elf. Bushy beard, hair tied back into a bun, starting to grey a bit. So, just for reference of what he's like, of course, she will not... What, what you do is your business, and I would not tell anyone what you get up to the, the silence between you guys is just sort of like interrupted by weaking from the um creature on your lap as he leans forward to eat these apples skins i've been pushed over to him and crunch 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 where can we meet your friend you're all interested i can take you there momentarily as i said you don't need to accept the job but he has more details than I do. I've only come here with the information I've given you. He has more, but he just doesn't trust what's he doesn't trust sending letters at the moment with what the mayor might be up to or what's going on in this city. Well please, lead the way then. I will follow. And I do hope that the other three of you will also come in tow. 
Anya drains her tea and then walks to the bar and uh, pays the bill and then waits to leave with the rest of you. Uh, Edmund will get up next in as he goes towards the door. He does put a generous step down on the counter for the um, staff for giving them before saying thank you and making his way to the door. Alfred will just get up and join everyone by the door. Because to my knowledge, they've already settled their tip, their tarp, even. You're not going to charge you for milk. Milk. You're too, you're too cool for Pierre to charge you milk. Then oh, just kind of sighs. It's just like a fine. And Azriel probably hears it as they're close enough before they get up, but it's just if the Earth Ganassi keeps talking about doing the right thing, I'm going to skewer him. Just kind of flexes. He does flex a little bit in intimidation at Edmund. Just kind of a don't try anything, mate, because I can squish you. But we'll follow the others. Ducking out, ducking under the doorway. It does seem a little bit sheepish, sheepish by it, but he gets his composure back as he leads you through town. Still not quite as busy as yesterday, but you still find yourself squeezing past people as shipments come in from the docks and caravans come in from the gates. But after about half an hour of walking through the streets, you end up in a quieter, nicer area of town before coming to the um, doors of not a huge mansion. It's definitely smaller than the rest of them around here, but it's still a sizable home. Right. Hopefully, hopefully Breeson's working today, because then they'll Getting access will be easy. As Edmund knocks on the door, um, you see. Hmm. I know Asmodeus would have seen one. And you're probably one of. You do deliveries to areas, so just roll me a history check, Asriel. Sorry, I'm not even taking the piss. It's really that hard to read. <laughs> Eighteen plus four. You've delivered to houses near here, not this specific one, but um, a few couple of the bigger houses, they have these mechanical humanoids called Warforges, which are like brand new on the block. Like, until a couple years ago, they weren't a thing. But now that they have been in production, they do seem to be popping up in richer homes, as the door is opened by a um, six foot tall. Warforged. The Nathaniel and Andrew, you haven't seen one of these before as this robot answers the door. Oh, hello. Ah, Edmund, good to see you, my good chap. How is the weather out there? Um, it's, it's fine, thank you, Cotsphere. Uh, is, is Adam awake yet? No, he is not. Or he might be. I don't know, I've just... I have been making breakfast. How is the weather, by the way? You just asked that. So I did. Loose wire, I think. Give me a minute, I will get Bree. As she is better at conversation than I am. As a, after all, I am still learning. Hello, humanoids behind Edmund. Now, I must go fix myself. 
as he gives a bow and walks off. Warforged, don't you just love him? Are all metal men that strange? He is no, they they need to be teach stuff. They need to they they're programmed with their language, but they learn stuff. He, I, I guess we talk about the weather so much around Meridian. He tries to open up every conversation with that. Hmm. Yes, they will get past that eventually. As this um, young human woman walks to the door, and in surprise, she um, jumps and gives Edmund a hug. Oh, <laughs> hello, darling. Is Adam awake at all? Oh yes, he's in the garden with feeling the koi at the moment. I can let him know. I can let him know you're here. Are these people? Who are these people? Oh, they're um about the job that Adam has going. I know he asked for me specifically, but I thought if I bring some people with me, it it's a bit easier on Adam's legs after all he's getting a bit older. That's understandable. I can go let him know. I can. Do you want some tea while I'm here? Don't worry about the tea, sweetheart. I'll go make it. I'll show I'll show them where Adam is, and I'll, then I'll go make him a cup. I want a cup of tea. Yes. He gives her a quick kiss on the cheek as she goes back into the house, giving the four of you a wave. Mm. Right. You ready? Let's go inside. Okay, so we keep following. Uh, can I make a perception check on just basically this mansion? Do I see any? And this sounds really ridiculous, but a lot of people who have mansions tend to be quite vain, so... My clock, any kind of portraits or anything of that nature. Um, as you look around this property, as he leads you through the um, main hallway, the, the person who owns this place, you can tell, is minimalistic. There's... You've got the odd pottery implants. But there's like no statues, no fine furniture. It's everything is very basic in this place. They they don't have um, the helium lights, which are these like magical flowers which light up in the dark. Instead, there is just regular candles and chandeliers lit in with fire. You do spot one portrait on the wall. Um, it, which you're guessing must be him as a relatively tall man stands in a um, fine black tunic it is um, grade one all over that starting to grey he has relatively heavily tanned skin as a woman on a chair is sat next to him maybe late teens long black hair as she has um these like almost cyan blue eyes and a rapier sat at her side other than that that's that's it this place is well any nobleman who would walk in here would normally would just scoff at the place amadeus will just continue to follow Edmund, without saying a word, 
Anu will be uh, keeping track of how many uh, turns they're taking in case they need to find a way back out. It's basically just a straight walk as he leads you through the mm -hmm. hallway, which cuts into like a back room, like a conservatory style room, which is also very minimalistic. Before he opens a door to the garden, which is the first time you've seen quite an extravagant garden. You've got um, quite a large pond at the end where you do see koi right at the top of the water. It's got benches, it's got quite a nice hedge maze between it, rows of flowers, and a patch of strawberries. Uh, that's starting to um, finally almost become edible as they um, take on their red hue. And um, sat at the end of the garden is a um, the human man who you saw from the painting only he's a bit smaller than before and his um, grave one is now completely grey as he continues to drop feed into the um, pond um, Edmund steps forward Adam as Adam turns around and stands up. Who have you bought me today? I've come here to... about the letter I received, and I have some people who might be interested in the work. Um, everyone, this is Adam Celia. The, um... As he takes a step forward, you see him, like... Clutch his side for a second as he flinches. So, sorry about, sorry about the mess we haven't cleaned yet recently. Uh, what's your names? I'm, I'm Anya. Pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure. As he offers you a handshake. We'll take the handshake. Um, as you shake his hand, it's abnormally cold. Mm -hmm. like, it's not realistic for a hand to be that cold on a thirty-degree day. I try and warm my hand up on my uh, on my tunic as fast as I can. I'm with this, and I will extend my hand as well to shake. Adam, as my friend just said, and you also feel the like ice cold grip that he has. Given all the reading Nathaniel's done on the original Great Collapse and the one that occurred more recently in his lifetime, do I recognize the surname? I would. Say so. I would say so, because Eli Salier is at the step with the step with the other people on the um, Heroes of Voltorvia statue. The name is in the statue as well. So I would say, from what you've read and seen walking past the statue, you would have definitely picked up on the surname. Yeah, so Nathaniel keeps his arms crossed, 
still a stony face and just gives Nathaniel. Judging from the reactions of the two that did shake hands, Azrael's going to be kind of glad that their hands are full of small creatures so they can't really shake hands at the moment. So I'm Azrael, and this is Cicero. Holds him up a little bit. Cicero. Uh, my friend has a um, horse named Cicero. Anyway, about the job. And as, as he says that, that's where I'm going to end the session. Now that the group have met with Adam, what is the proposed job? Find out next time in Tales of Meridian. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions.